Hi guys, my name is Kenny Dusso, and this is the Elite Development Podcast. The goal of this show is documenting my journey as a coach, things I see in the industry, of mistakes I see athletes make, things that I know you need to avoid. So basically, my goal is to help athletes avoid the difficult pitfalls of the world of elite performance sport and to help them reach their true potential. So if you are an up-and-coming athlete that is trying to build the career of your dreams, make sure you're following along this show. Make sure you go subscribe on the YouTube channel, on the podcast, and everywhere else you can. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I am your host, Kenny Dussel, and today we are talking about building your income as an athlete, and we are talking about how that is in your control. Now, why are we talking about this today? So first off, there's a couple of reasons. Number one, I'm doing a giveaway right now. If you have not entered it, enter it. And the one of the big things that I'm seeing with a lot of people entering the giveaway is I'm giving away a 12-week coaching program. And one of the things that I see a lot from the people entering the giveaway is they message me and they say, you know, the reason that I hope I win this giveaway is because I'm in a bad financial situation right now. And, you know, I just, I need this to help kickstart my career. And don't get me wrong. I get that. There are a lot of athletes that are in bad financial situations right now. So if that's you and you entered the giveaway and you said that, do not cons- do not take this as me calling you out. A lot of people are in those positions, but today we're going to give you some tricks to get out of those positions. Now, the other reason I'm bringing this one to you guys today is because I work with a number of professional athletes that in the beginning of their careers are also still drastically struggling with money. And, you know, because if you are involved in the combat sports world at all, you know that those first few pro fights do not pay well. And so if you're trying to balance full-time training on top of a full-time job, it's going to be difficult to do. Now, why this is important and why we're talking about this is because instead of waiting and balancing that full-time job on top of full-time training and struggling along with money and all of these things for so long, what I want to teach you how to do and what I hope for you is that you're able to get out of the full-time job earlier so that you can focus more of your energy on training using some of the simple tricks we're going to talk about here. <clears throat> Excuse me. I might do that a few times during the podcast, and I apologize in advance. I'm still dealing with some lung or whatever. I'm not really 100% sure what it is. But anyways, let's get into it. So what do you need if you are trying to build your income as an athlete? What do you need? First thing, you need sponsors. You need some form of somebody else paying you money. Now, when it comes to getting sponsors, the number one mistake that I see athletes make is they make posts saying, I'm looking for sponsors, and this is what they're going to help me with. And then at the end of the post, there's some sort of call to action, and that call to action is usually something along the lines of this. DM me for more information. So now, why is that a bad idea? Because I've seen a lot of athletes do that. Why is that a bad idea? Every once in a while, it might work. But coming from the position of being a business owner, what I'm reading when I read, I'm looking for sponsors, DM me for more information, is I'm reading that and I'm saying, okay, you're asking me to put in effort to 
figure out how I can pay you money. Nope. And I'm on to the next thing. I'm a busy guy. I don't want to put in extra effort to figure out how I can give away more of my money. Right? And a lot of business owners are going to relate to that. Now, a lot of people want to think that, you know, they're selfless and they're like, oh, I want to do this to help out a local athlete. And if it's a local athlete that you know, then yeah, maybe. But you're not going to reach the masses by talking about what the sponsor can do for you. You're going to reach the masses talking about what you can do for the sponsor. So how do we flip that around? How do we make that more appealing? Number one is in that message, when you're making those posts, you need to talk about what you as the athlete can do for the company. I'm currently looking for sponsors. What I do for the companies that sponsor me is I do insert one, two, three, four things. So the benefit you're going to get by being part of my team is one, two, three, four things. Because as an example, if you're a business that struggles with social media advertising and an athlete comes on and says, I'm going to help you with your social media advertising by posting about your company three times a week. Now, ding, 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 that's triggering a thought in your head. That's making you go, oh, I want to sponsor that guy because he's going to help me with something that I need. You get what I'm saying? So it's about flipping the script. Instead of talking about what the sponsor, what the sponsor is going to do for you, you need to talk about what you're going to do for them. Because if you're going to ask for money from them, they need to benefit from it. And I hate to be the one to say it, but a lot of the time I'm going to throw your logo on my fight shirt isn't a massive benefit to a lot of companies. So you need to give them more. You need to show them what they're going to get by putting their hard-earned money into you. Now, the next thing you need as well is sponsorship packages. The reason that I don't like it when I see an athlete say, DM me for more information on how you can sponsor me, is that tells me that they don't really know what I'm going to get or what I'm going to be paying. So what you need is a clear sponsorship package. I've got three different options for how I, how I take on sponsorships on my team. Either A, and then include what's available in option A, B, what's available in option B and how much it costs, C, what's available in option C and how much it costs. By doing it that way, you're giving clarity. Because if I'm, a, if I'm a company and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I could put $100 towards, you know, helping out an athlete, and then you don't know what you're asking for me, like what you're asking from me, and you don't know, and I don't really know what I'm buying, I'm much less likely to do it. But if I'm presented with clear instructions of, hey, these are the three packages, this is what they cost, and this is what you get, now you're taking away decision fatigue. You're taking away me having to think and wonder and look, I can just go, yeah, option B works for me. Awesome. Here's the money. We move on to the next thing, right? So clear options on what the sponsorship actually entails and how much the sponsorship is for. Now, <clears throat> excuse me. The next thing that I want to touch on here, guys, is presence on social media. Now, I know a lot of you are going to see this now and think, easy for you to say, you've got almost 17,000 followers. You probably get a lot. Of and like, yes, I do now. But the reason that any person's social media starts to grow 
is because they put effort into it. Now, yes, athletes, when they get famous, probably don't have to put as much effort into it and are going to see a lot more growth. But you can make money by being on social media. You can bring in income as an athlete by being on social media. Is it going to happen right away? No. But by starting to be active now, you can start to generate more streams of revenue for yourself as an athlete down the road. One of the best examples of this, and yes, he is a UFC champion now, but Sean O'Malley. One of the posts I saw from him a little while ago, I don't know if he's still doing it. This was a little ways back, but he had a Technique Tuesday post that he was doing every Tuesday. I don't know if he's still doing it. I should go check it out. And basically, Technique Tuesday was sponsored by King Pong, the blunt wraps that he uses. And they were paying him shit tons of money to literally just say, Technique Tuesday brought to you by King Pong, and then include a link to King Pong's products in his posts. Now, again, when you're starting out and you've got four or 500 followers and not much engagement or whatever, are you going to get a sponsorship from a big company just to say their name on your social media? No, but what you need to understand is that that kind of thing grows from you putting the work in now. If Sean hadn't been active on his social media, hadn't been doing all these things, hadn't grown and become so popular, companies aren't going to be reaching out saying, hey, we'll pay you thousands of dollars to say our name on your social media accounts and post a link to our website. So if you want to start growing your revenue as an athlete, Social media is the biggest tool you aren't fucking using. So what you need to start doing is just getting onto it and getting active with it. Now, does this mean you have to be posting every single day? Does this mean you have to live in your, like, no. But it means you have to start. It means you have to do something. It means you have to show companies that you are a personality, not just a fighter and shutting everything else out. And I know a lot of people are going to hear that, and the first instinct is going to be, oh, but I don't know what to do, or oh, but I'm not a, I don't, I'm not a business guy, I'm not a brand guy, I just want to be a fighter, and I get it. I'm not a business guy or a brand guy at heart either. I'm a coach. I didn't get into coaching to get onto social media. I got into coaching because I love coaching. But... If I wanted to put a roof over my head and put food on my plate and actually build a business and actually have 11 people here watching me live, I needed to get on social media. And so do you. Now, the other thing that a lot of people are going to be saying as soon as they hear me talking about social media is, oh, I don't know what to do. Cool. That's not, that's fine. What you need to do is start. You don't need to have some crazy plan or some perfect system in the beginning. You just need to get out there. And then the other thing I know a lot of people are going to be saying is, oh, but come on, it's not really that important or make some sort of comment about how it's not really that important and the guys who are on social media are losers or whatever. But guys, think about it this way. If a brand wants to sponsor an athlete. Like, let's say I'm, you know, I'm the owner of a company and I'm looking to sponsor an athlete. I want to grow my company through investing in an athlete. Which one am I going to go for? The one who's posting five times a week on social media, talking up, you know, their current sponsors and, you know, growing an audience and having people engaging on what they're doing? 
or the one whose last post was two and a half years ago who has 300 followers and is never doing anything on there. Who am I going to put my money into? I'm going to let you think about that. Who am I going to put my money into? The one who's consistently getting engagement on social media, the one who's consistently growing, the one who has people that are following their journey, or the one who's never on there, has no following, no engagement, no nothing. If it's a choice between the two, the logical business decision is the one who's actually active on there. And the other reason this is so important too, guys, is because if you are asking for sponsorship, the first thing that many people are going to do is they're going to go directly to your page and they're going to see, do they have sponsorship? Do they have sponsors now? And if they do have sponsors now, how much are they talking them up? Right? Because if I'm going to pay you money, I want to know that that money is going to benefit me in some way. Plain and simple. And so I'm going to go to your page and I'm going to say, okay, okay, he's sponsored by a supplement brand. He's posting three to four to five times a week about that supplement brand. He's using those supplements. He's talking about their products. He's doing this. He's doing that. Wow. Clearly, this guy cares about his sponsors. So this is a good athlete for me to invest in. Whereas if, <clears throat> if I go to another athlete's page and they're asking for sponsorship and there's nothing on that page, I'm looking at that and I'm going, well, why am I going to sponsor this guy? He's not doing anything. He's not talking about his sponsors. He's not bringing them any business. Why am I going to put effort into him if he's not putting effort into his sponsors? And I'm probably not going to invest in that athlete. Right? So having the presence on social media is so much more important than people understand. So big thing there is how we start. So how you start is you keep a schedule. That's the same way as asking, same thing as asking how do you start training, right? How do you start training? You go to a gym and you train. And then you wake up the next day, you go back, you do it again. Go back, you do it again and again and again and again until you start to get good. And that's the same thing with social media. The way that I got started is I made a rule for myself. I made a commitment when I went off and I started my own business in November 2019. I made a commitment that I was going to post on social media one time a day for 365 days. I didn't know what I was going to post. I didn't know where I was going to find it. I didn't know what, how to write a proper caption or anything, but I just started doing it. And what that did is that got me past the fear, that got me past the, judge, the fear of judgment, all that stuff that I know we all face with that kind of thing. Now, one of the things that, and like, because it got me past the fear of judgment, it got me past the fear of, you know, oh, people are going to think it's stupid. Then I also started getting good at it. I also started better understanding what people wanted to see. I started better understanding, you know, what kind of things were actually interesting to any of the people that were following me. And over time, the skill improved and now it feels natural. And this is the way it's going to be for you guys, too. So as an example, think about it this way. Every Monday, post a quote from an athlete or a coach that you like. Every Wednesday, post a picture of you in one of your last fights. Every Friday, post a video of, a video of something that you did in training that week. Or a video of you talking to the camera and talking about how your last week of training went. And doing something that simple is just going to get the ball rolling. It's just going to get things started. It's going to get people starting to see you. It's going to get a couple more people starting to follow you. 
And in turn, down the road, it's going to get more sponsors interested in giving you money. Now, one of the other things with this, one of the other ways that you're going to be able to grow your income as an athlete, one of the ways you're going to be able to make more money as an athlete is you need alternate revenue streams. So again, number one, social media is going to be very important to start growing the audience and start actually making this happen. And ways that you can build this outside of that, teaching. Do you have the ability to teach at your gym? A couple of one-on-ones every week, a couple of classes. Can you talk to your coach about taking on a kid's class or something like that that can bring you in a little bit of extra money? I saw somebody on the live stream mention that you can mention that you can find a job in martial arts. That's exactly it. That is a very good point and a very good thing that you should be doing. Now, <clears throat> excuse me again. Then on top of that, when it comes to alternate sources of revenue, we talked about social media. The other thing you can do, guys, this right here. I'm not focusing on monetizing my podcast right now because I've got other more important projects to me and that's not a priority. But I've had sponsors on the podcast before that paid me per episode, literally to just sit and talk about stuff that I would sit and talk about anyway. So you can do that. You can do a podcast where you're breaking down the upcoming UFC card or you're breaking down last week's UFC card. Fight by fight. Sit down for 30 minutes, talk about the fights, and then post it on the internet. Literally that simple. When I started my show, I didn't have a mic. I didn't have a setup. I didn't have a nice chair. I literally sat at my desk, opened up a Zoom call, and clicked record. That was it. So you can do it the most easy way possible. And again, are you going to get a sponsorship on it day one? Of course not. But that is one other revenue stream that you can start to build. Something as simple as starting a podcast, what you can do is you can sell ads during the podcast. Companies can pay you money for you to basically say at the start of your show, this week's show is brought to you by, insert the name of the company. You can have things in the background. So if you have a setup like this, I can have an advertisement for a company sitting in view on the show. And any of those little things can start to pay you money. But the main idea, guys, and the thing I really want to get across to you with this show is that if you are one of those athletes right now sitting listening to this thinking, you know, I'm in such a bad financial situation, I'm broke, I'm this, I'm that, what you need to understand is that the opportunity to improve your income from your sport is right there in front of you and it's up to you to take it. It's the same thing when I started coaching. I could have sat around, not done anything on social media, not worked at it, not started a podcast, not done any of these things that in the beginning were very uncomfortable for me and sat around and complained about how I didn't have money and I wasn't making, I wasn't doing well and my coaching business wasn't thriving and blah, 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 blah. Or I could do what I did, which was understand that learning how to be online is a very important part of growing in any way, shape or form. That is the world we live in now. And if you want to succeed long-term as an athlete, yes, the skill in the sport is paramount. If you suck, it doesn't matter how big you are on social media, you're not going to go very far. But a massive, massive, massive secondary benefit is having people know who you are, having people care about who you are, and having people that want to be part of your journey. And the way you're going to do that is you're going to get online, you're going to get your face in front of people, and in turn, 
it's going to actually improve your income and improve your ability to earn as an athlete. So guys, that's it. That's all. I hope you got something out of that. I hope you learned a little something. If you did, I'd love to know what it is. Send me a message across any of my social media platforms. The link on how to do that is going to be in the show notes below. As always, I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. Now remember, information without execution is useless. So take what you learned in the show today and go figure out how you can apply it to your career to start making progress right away. My one ask of you is share the show around. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following on all the social media platforms. The links on how to do that will be in the show notes below. And in turn, have a great day. And I can't wait to see you on the next episode.